Hi, Holly. So I was just listening to yesterday's episode and I made you force me to turn it off so we could record today's episode. Yes. (laughs) I'm glad that you were enthralled with our own episode. I really, so I always listen back to it. Should I really just ask you to turn it off? Because it is our episode. My brain is Swiss cheese, Esther. And if I don't listen back to our episode at some point, people will reference it. And like people whose questions we asked will message us and be like, oh, thank you so much. And I'll be like, I don't remember what I said at all. So (laughs) I have to listen back. But because of that same Swiss cheese memory, normally by the time we record the next week's episode, it's all totally gone. Yes. But today it isn't because we recorded yesterday morning and now we're recording today morning also. (laughs) And so I have an update that I remembered because you left in in the part about me making uh, cinnamon rolls (laughs) with my cousin sourdough starter. And I must report that with a few minor tweaks to the recipe, they are fantastic. Oh, yay. I was bracing for you to tell me that your parents have adopted a dog in the past oh, 12 hours. I so. wish I had an update about that. <laughs> man, oh, no man. No pressure, Tina. No pressure. They have been real dicks about getting a new dog. Mom, <laughs> I know you're listening to this. Did you hear the thing about the Corgi Lab Mix, Mom? Come on, it's not too late. Ben heard the thing about the Corgi Lab Mix, and he was like, what? And I was like, it's a Corgi <laughs> Lab He was like, yes, do it. I know it's the best idea it has nacho ears like they fold over oh my gosh I love it so much it's so cute for those of you who are not like in intimately involved with online dog (laughs) like (laughs) tracking or I don't know obsessively exploration looking at mutts of all shapes and sizes yeah nacho ears are when their ears fold exactly in half and so the front part flops down and it looks like a chip I love it so much. <laughs> Doongies only does that part of the time. When he's very curious, he will have nacho ears. And then it's so cute. So sweet and cute. So. But yeah, no dog updates. Maybe next okay. week. Remind I me. Okay. I Every week we will have a dog segment. A dog watch. a dog is obtained. Oh my gosh. My parents are going to hate that. <laughs> then they'll get the dog sooner. So we'll stop. I know. Can you peer pressure two 60-year-olds? Possibly Yes. We're certainly going to try. Yes. The internet is on our side. (laughs) That is true. That is really true. (laughs) I love it. Well, I'm glad that the sourdough cinnamon rolls went very well. I, on the other hand, have been researching chocolate chip cranberry oatmeal cookies. Dang. Because I have an itch that needs scratching, and those are very specific itches. That sounds like you, you might have better luck searching for just regular oatmeal cookies, oatmeal cookies and, then just and then just adding, adding those in. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was I, I, my hunch. Yeah. Because people, the cranberries won't add any additional moisture. So that'll be a really easy adaptation. Yeah. This will and, be for our baking podcast. Well, we already have a different cooking bo- podcast for Thanksgiving oh, dang it. foods. Okay. So <laughs> we'll, inc- we'll include this in cooking that. Cooking and baking with Holly and Esther. <laughs> Wildly kitchen. I mean, I really do feel like my Monday was weird as expressed in yesterday's episode, which you should listen to. We review a deck that we both really love. 
uh, and talk about my strange day. But I, my response was just like making sure the kitchen was totally cleaned. And I really did Aww. feel like yesterday went a thousand times better with that really so similar good. circumstances. Like I, we still had orientation. Mm-hmm. There was still some chaos, but I just felt more calm and centered about it all instead Aww. of like, <laughs> instead of like Chaotic. I had lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Even our like little short mini episode was just really fun and enjoyable, and I really exactly loved seeing your face. Yeah, like, for the second time this week now, I love it. Exactly. Trying to pick a card. I know. I am using. I've. I love shuffling. What is this deck? I, okay, a listener. I took a nap right before this, so I'm <laughs> even worse at English than normal. Um, this is Golden Thread Tarot from Labyrinth. Labyrinthos. Labyrinth. Yes. Yes. Something Tina with a labyrinth and os together. <laughs> anyway, so I love shuffling because it's like plastic cards, and so they're just so much fun. My fingers enjoy the sensation of these plastic cards. Yeah. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Our card of the day is two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> da, 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 da. The Ten of Cups. Oh, oh my like gosh. Too. Like, look at this. All the t- cups are stacked and the fish like jumping out of it towards the sun. At first, That's a lot of dang sun. cups, Aster. There's so many cups, Holly. We have so much to drink. <laughs> Can we do I that? do have a coffee and a big water bottle. Oh, very nice. I have a cola from dinner that I'm working on. I need to show you the sticker because I'm using oh, yes. Playful Hearts Tarot, which I have not used yet today. Um, and it came with the sticker. Oh, my gosh. Look at the it's a little cat. cat that says, cuteness is my sacred space. I love that. I love that so much. So darling. It is. And I feel like this deck would be really good to give to a child. Yes. Did I already talk about that with you? Um, We briefly mentioned yesterday that it's creepy and cute at the same time and like sickening sweetly cute. And also very slippery. Yes. yes, (laughs) As as discussed in the Facebook. The card explosion did not make it into the podcast, but it did Uh, happen. Yes. All over the place. Everywhere. It's beautiful, but very slippery. Look at the backs. Oh, I love the backs so much. Isn't that great? I have her wallpapers on her website. She has a few wallpapers, and I have them on my desktops at work and at home. It's Hocus <laughs> wow. Pocus Keep Your Focus is the one that I use. because Oh, I love like, that. I'm like, yes, this is what I need to motivate to stay focused. Is there so. a phone version of that? Maybe. I don't think so. I'll probably just, maybe. I might just use that anyway. Hocus yeah. Pocus. Like keep your, your focus. focus. Keep your keep focus. focus. Yeah. Hocus pocus. Keep your focus. It has like that a might bird be like something you that would be a really easy thing to incorporate into some sort of like getting to work ritual. Oh, yeah. Like when it you totally. get to work, you put your stuff down as you're turning as on you're your computer. Your coffee, hocus pocus. Keep yeah. Your focus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to steal that. I love it. <laughs> I, do, I do too. Yeah. So, OK, we do have two big questions today. I we guess do we have get to that. lots of questions today and they're pretty heavy, but we can do it. Even if I'm sleepy. Okay. You can do it, especially if you're sleepy. We Close. The veil is thinner when you're the sleepy, veil. right? That's very true. Yes. If you the say it with is... enough confidence. The veil is so thin right now, you guys. 
<laughs> the veil is my eyelids trying to close over my eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> so our first question of the episode is from Jen, and she asks, I'm interested in starting a witchy blog and maybe a podcast too. Yay! Yay! We like witchy things. I like to write, so it will likely be more blog posts. I have concerns about privacy. I was wondering if you all could speak to that and how you deal with that in your podcast and online presence. I'm a teacher in a public school, so I worry about putting myself out there and just worry about privacy in general. But I'm feeling very drawn to do something like this. Honestly, it might not just be witchy. I'm an eclectic, everything but the kitchen sink kind of creative person, so I imagine I would write about stuff in my many realms of my life and areas of knowledge and expertise. Not sure about the specific questions and all of that. Besides the concern about privacy and putting myself out there, I also have motivation issues and blocks to creativity and moving forward. I feel like talking about privacy is a good place to start, and then we can pull cards for creative blocks. Yeah. So, so privacy. People who've been with us for a while know that Esther used to go by a pseudonym. Yes. She still is, sort of. Yes, but it's my own pseudonym. Because your last name is not actually Thea. No, it's not. <laughs> it is, I know, I, it's a shock to everyone listening, but my last name is not Thea. Yeah. And I am so not under a pseudonym that anyone who's in our Facebook group knows my first, middle, and last name. Yes. I know. I'm like, Holly and I are exact opposites. I am <laughs> yeah. like cloaked in darkness, and Holly is cloaked in the light of the sun. I mean, so. I, I also am, I work in education, like in the public sector. And in that way, because I'm working with college students, not lower like ages. I don't have very much fear about, like, somebody trying to ruin my life or my career because of this. PTA exposing you and... I mean, I guess I trust the wildlings really, really intrinsically, but also, like, I think that I'm open enough about it at work that people kind of know. Like, one of the administrative sort of bosses for my unit said something in front of the entire ethnic studies faculty member that I had a tarot podcast. Oh, wow. So she... Like, I feel in a lot of ways, like, everybody kind of knows. So my anonymity is not something that I'm overly concerned with. Maybe I should be more. I also feel like you live in the land of California. Because if it's a similar place, like, in the South, you'd be very, more, a little bit more I know. Terrible. You just gave more information about yourself away. I know. I'm going to delete that. That's why I paused to delete it later. Uh- <laughs> Well, and it's not like California doesn't have conservative right. areas, but I I think like and I kind of live in a slightly more conservative area of California, like we're inland, blah 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 blah. But I think that maybe just I don't know. I because of maybe the environment that I was raised in and the people that I'm surrounded with at work, it just doesn't feel like as much of a risk. So I think you're probably better at giving ways to preserve anonymity because you've like gone so far as to block everyone you know in real life from your celestial esther instagram account yes so with the way that algorithms are these days between facebook and instagram even twitter sometimes it's just to protect yourself if you know there is a i I don't want to see like legitimate fear and illegitimate fear because it's whatever makes you feel comfortable yeah but with the way that algorithms work usually what I would suggest to anyone, I think, like, this even came up, like, last week. Like, make your alternate accounts and stuff like that. And then block the people from, you, like, 
from seeing those accounts. Like, go to your own account, like your real-life account, and then go to your friends list and block those friends who you don't want to see your new account. Oh, that's an easy way to do it. Yes. Because then, so what you mean is... Well, first of all, I think that you skipped one step that I do know that you found very important, and that's creating a separate email address that's not related to to any of your other email addresses. Basically, like, you're kind of like a spy and you're creating a whole new identity minus like yeah. all the paperwork. Basically. And so that's then how you're I saying once you, so you can't follow your original account. You can't no. have your original account follow you, but you go to your original accounts page, click on followers and just go yes. down the list, blocking, every blocking single all one of, of those them. people. Yeah. Blocking all of them. That's smart. Yeah. Except for like the people like you and other friends who I actually know in real life that don't care like yeah. to see or anything like that. But it also helps. So on Instagram, it helps from like if Holly liked a picture on um, regular account. on my normal account and they were like, oh, who's Holly Enchanted and clicked on Holly, they wouldn't see my my fake account like my Celestial Esther account. Yeah, if that makes any sense. So, Except for that I tag you all the time. Maybe I should stop liking stuff on your regular account. No, no, no it's, it's fine. But no, they probably, it's fine. It's, it's fine. I've, well, I've and when come... I started Holly Enchanted, I totally intended on never having my last name or my job out in the world, but that was like three years ago and I'm just not yeah. smart enough or, <laughs> and I don't care enough to yeah. maintain that like <laughs> boundary. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, so part of me is, it's part of me is just like, you know, I can only do so much to protect it. I can't, like, expect everyone to be on my same level of paranoia. Yeah. Beca- and so, because they won't, if they even if they click, like, if on my name, if they click my name on your account, they won't see my account. Oh, that's true, because they're blocked. Yeah, I've blocked. That's a good point. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So they probably think, like, you know, I don't know how that would kind of resolve itself, but... Well, I don't mean to implant more concern into your brain. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> my, my brain has automatically already thought of this. It's like, I'm just letting some things go. And if something happens, they ask questions. So be it. Like, I'm just at that place. I'm like, I can't control everything in my life. Well, just and also, I think that this maybe goes back to Jen's question a little bit. Esther's concern is family that would basically not be able to handle it. Right. Jen's concern seems more like general population, maybe students' parents finding it and not being okay with it. Yeah. So there is kind of like, there's less ability to control if basically strangers that you work with find Mm. your shit. But our, so one of our Instagram friends, Rose from the Cackling Moon, just after seven years of being Rose, came out with her actual first name. Oh, wow. Wow. She did a YouTube video. Her name's actually Rachel. She didn't share her last name, but she just said, like, I'm tired of using a false first name. But that could be a really good solution because she did it for seven years before she felt like her own path was asking her to not have a pseudonym anymore. So that could be one thing. There's also a blogger that I really, really liked when I was in grad school called An Inch of Grey. And she had pseudonyms for her, her husband, and both of her children until her son was killed in this, like, tragic like flash flood. And then she's like, she did away with all of the pseudonyms and started like being more like, this is, this is his actual name and blah, 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 blah. But that also was like a different age of the internet where stuff was less linked. Like now, even you today still have some moments where it's like, why is this coming up as a suggestion to me on this? Exactly. Yeah. So I, for me, it's like, if you're afraid of someone finding out, you can definitely like go full Carmen San Diego 
and just make burner accounts and wear like a that. beautiful red hat red and travel hat the world and a red with a coat with a stylish leather bag. <laughs> I love this car in San Diego. I know, me too. It's the I best. Was, <laughs> like, like all the people are like, she's really bad. I'm like, no, she's really. Wait, awesome. is she Wait, a bad guy? Here. Yes, she's a bad what? guy. Yes. In in the Carmen San Diego Lord. Did you not watch the TV show, Holly? I think I might have only played the computer game. <gasps> yeah, she stole Landmark. She was a pretty bad person. Oh, yeah. I guess that's super awful, isn't it? <laughs> but she's still everyone's Landmark. She, she's still like the sexiest cartoon character. She's so sexy. <laughs> she's so sexy. But I loved the video game or the like too. computer game because it computer was basically game, yeah. just Trivial Pursuit for yes, kids. Yes, it was. for With, with geography. Yeah. Yes. And I'm a huge nerd about that. <laughs> But yes, Carmen San Diego. I mean, I I think that there's kind of like, and this is also something that you've gotten more comfortable with, is that you set up the structures as much as you could to maintain anonymity. Yes. And now, like even the other day with that new app that your family is using that it doesn't uh-huh. make any sense, you were like, I guess if they find out, they find out. Like I was still, the, the app, yeah, that was like, I was still afraid that I had clicked the wrong picture, wrong video and sent like a tarot item. Thankfully it wasn't, but it was just like, Okay, well, if the worst did happen, I'm in Korea. What are they going to do? Like, <laughs> the well, and I also think, and maybe this is just sort of like because of who I am, but I also feel like at some point, if people find out every detail about you, like mm-hmm. vulnerability is something that I always love in people. I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's so hard to say because if you think that it could actually impact your real life well, job, it was, it was really interesting to me because today, um, uh, I help teach a Korean beginners class for some for other English teachers in my area. We were all doing like a little self introduction thing, and they were all like, "Oh, Esther, you should try." I was like, "Okay." They wanted to know something that they didn't know about me, and uh-huh. so I told them I have a tarot podcast, and I was like, "Very," because I knew that that was something that they didn't know about me, that they would yeah. have no idea that I have this different hobby and skill. And but I was like, "Okay, I trust them enough not to like." pitchfork and burn me at the stake sort of person yeah or like call your mom yeah exactly (laughs) that too um but it was like it was like it took me probably a good minute to kind of come out with it because that vulnerability is difficult not because I don't trust them but or because you're not super proud of our podcast like well that too I want to hide under a rock no I'm just kidding (laughs) you're like uh this is Um, the time I've chosen to tell you I'm incredibly embarrassed about our podcast podcast and (laughs) My last day is tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a way to learn. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I need to take a picture of this. Doogie just came up from underneath the table and is fully sitting on Esther's lap right now. It he's looks right, like he's right talking into the mic. Into the mic. <laughs> Doogie, give us a song. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Doogie. Oh, he can't see me on the screen. What am I doing? Okay. Can you? Okay, oh well. Okay. He's decided to <laughs> fully. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Okay. Can I have my earphones? Just you can stay here. It's okay. <laughs> just let me have my earphone back. Thank you. This I is going to be hard to edit because we've been talking for Ooh, twenty minutes about privacy. Doogie. That is not nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you please? Oh my gosh. This this is the worst idea. This is why I'm leaving the podcast. Is because this I'm starting a new dog podcast with my Doogie. I know Doogie's been very involved the last two days. I know he's like, Mom, you're not paying enough attention to me. It's that Moon and Pisces. He's all up in his feelings. I feel like he is a Pisces, if I remember correctly. Oh, Doog. 
Um, anyway, but, I mean, yes. but the, like the other thing is that if you're talking if you're talking about stuff that feels really like to be part of your intrinsic self, like this is yeah. part of me, then it feels like a little bit more like you stand by the things that you believe in, I guess. Yeah. And you can always like you have whatever like you have the control to be able to be like just an initial. Like if you just don't even like yeah. want to start out with a full name, just start with like I'm E. And then as you get more comfortable with the vlogging process and start making connections, you can lengthen that to your your full first name. That's and true. Then, you know, you like you don't need to have like your social security number, credit card number, everything on your blog. You know, that's actually such a good point also, because that reminds me of um, Cosmic Creeper, who goes by an initial. Yeah. And I that doesn't make me feel less bonded with her. Like, I still consider her somebody that I love dearly. Yeah. And I know what her first name is now, but she goes by T to everybody. Yeah. So it's I think it's just kind of it's not as big of a deal going by a pseudonym. Yeah, it's people just are feels cool with weird it. for you. People yeah. understand. I think that for you, going by Thea was harder than going by Esther Thea because Thea was a whole first, new first name. New first name, yeah. If you had just done E to begin with or something, that might have yeah. been slightly easier. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> There's no way to know. That was it like doesn't matter a year now. and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's quickly pull. So anyway, the, I guess the moral of the story is there are definitely ways to be secretive and a lot of them involve just starting totally afresh and never connecting the two email addresses and never connecting any of those things. Yes. That's the first thing. Um, Esther will sometimes post pictures of her face on Instagram, but not very frequently. There's like ways to not show yourself. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to show my face, but it's just too incriminating right now to show my face. Well, and so the, on the Patreon, on Patreon, when we did our Sexy Dex episode, so many people mm-hmm. commented and were like, or a few people commented and were like, oh, it's nice to see Esther's face. <laughs> I am no longer a bush. It's just <laughs> randomly appearing at different places. <laughs> but yeah, there are definitely ways to do it. And you really just have to like kind of test out what your comfort level is. And I yeah. do think that Esther's onto something with starting the most strict and yes. then loosening up restrictions as you get more comfortable. Right. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because you because I mean it's just like when you're ever you're creating. Oh my gosh, my southern accent's coming out. Whenever you're creating <laughs> burner accounts, you don't start out with like the medium burner. You start out with like a burner, the like, hardcore, totally just hardcore. a series of numbers. <laughs> exactly, because if someone's going to search it online, you know, and you have past posts where you've put your half name and we have the way back machine that like archives yeah. internet stuff you'd rather just start out as simple as possible like as strict as possible and then move up in comfortability level as you continue on totally so. i love it okay so let's pull a card just really quickly because we should get to the next question um with motivation issues yeah so do we want to just pull a card for the biggest block in your motivation and a card about how to break through that block? And we'll just focus yes. on the most substantial. The most substantial obstacle. Okay. And Jen is a very, like, it's a very popular name. So you don't have to worry about being discovered if you just use That's John actually true. If you just leave your last name, like, you could be Jen Thea. I mean, don't steal Esther's <laughs> if, last name. That yeah, might please, be weird. I, I, I mean, I don't want to be responsible for family members. So... <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not You're like part of this anonymity it. thing is that I don't have to <laughs> worry about family. family. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Jen is definitely a common enough first name that you could just choose. Like a lot of people do, like of wands or of swords in their Instagram yeah. handle as a way to sort of preserve last name anonymity. That would totally work with Jen. Yeah. I mean, there already is somebody called Jen of Swords that I've has a podcast called The Brewcast. 
and is friends with the hype priestess. I've met oh, her yes, at yes, Witch yes. Walk, so you can't be Jen of Swords, but... <laughs> Jen of Pentacles, maybe open. Jen of Wands. <laughs> Jen, Jen of, of Coins. Jen yes. of Crystals. Jen of Batons. Baton- Jen of Batons. <laughs> Jen of Rods. <laughs> Can we please get as like 70s porn stash as possible? And that's what you're, that's what the, I, uh, the, like, um, the default picture of that account should be. Yes. It's just like <laughs> something from the Morgan Greer, just like full yes. blown porn stash. Yes, please. Okay. So for the obstacle, I got the Muse of Voices, which is the King of Swords okay. in Muse Tarot, and the Ten of Inspiration, which is the Ten of Wands. So you're overthinking it. Too, way too overthinking it. You just need to start putting those wheels to the ground and just start moving forward with it. Like, yes. Chill out a bit. And I got judgment and the empress. And so oh. I feel like finding that area that feels like your truest call or no, I think that that's too much pressure. Just reacting. Whatever like is the next thing that sparks your fancy, just mm-hmm. lean into the creation behind that and do that. And then you can always change course later. Yes. But the judgment yes. card in this context to me is like saying, like, just go for it. Just move. Just get out of that grave. Just, you know, like, take first steps. Just wake mm-hmm. back up. Start that creative process and move forward rather than trying to th- figure out ways to do all of it. Yeah. And I love the Empress in this because it's, like, just going with your gut. Because the Empress is very, like, a guttural sort of, like, yeah. Going creative. with your gut, getting up, doing something. Bam. You can always change course later. But yeah. don't let your brain get so sort of like burdened the 10 of of wands by mm-hmm. overthinking it and thinking that you have to have like a like a really strong plan going into it. We didn't even have a plan or a pla as Phoebe would say going into this. We just started to do it. So Ser- I mean seriously when we started <laughs> our first podcast we were like uh okay let's do this. Do you remember yeah. the outline that I wrote for the very first episode? It had like nothing on it. We were like, okay, and then we'll It was very bare bones. And then yeah. uh, we're gonna transition somehow here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, sometimes you just have to get started and then you can figure it out along the way. And I think especially if you're kind of like a if you're not a knight of or if you're not a king of uh, swords kind of person, if maybe you're more of a wands person because you have this multitude of interests and you kind of like you know, want to do it all and blah, 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 then you're sort of forcing yourself into a situation that you're not even really that comfortable with if you're overthinking it this hard. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Awesome. Jen. We love you. Yeah. Let us know what you end up deciding to call yourself and we'll follow you. Yeah, definitely. Our second question is from Claire, which who is Taurus with Gemini Moon on Instagram and Jules, her wonderful wife. Um, I need answers about my job, y'all. I graduated in May. I've been waiting for a call ever since. I've actually been waiting since February, which is almost an entire year now. I had interviews at one place in spring and they decided against hiring me. I'm in the process of interviewing for two other positions now, but it's a lot of waiting. And then she kind of like elaborates reasons that she may not be the best uh, candidate for those. Everyone keeps saying it will happen in time. And that's so annoying. I'm working in the meantime. My wife and I have pulled cards several times about the situation, but we haven't really gleaned anything helpful. Please tell us something helpful. And then she asks literally one, two, three, four, like 10, five, 12 six. questions. Yeah, like 10, like way a ton of questions. Um, so I think doing like kind of a general check in would probably be yes. best because okay. that could give some more clarity, Claire, about which areas you should be exploring. 
Because Claire does a lot of really cool divination. She does yes. charm casting. There's just like really awesome stuff going Dye on there. Dye stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it's not that you don't have the skill, Claire. It's just that there's not the focus, which I think happens when people are in like really emotionally charged, stressful yes. situations like this. Also, just anecdotally, when I finished grad school, I got my master's in higher education in the in May of 2013. And I started my job, my first job after grad school in January of 2014. Oh, wow. So it was eight months Mm -hmm. between when I actually graduated, not even like when I started looking, but when I actually graduated and when I started my job. Wow. Which is stressful. It was so stressful. We like had Nathan and I had just gotten married. We just moved across the country. And then I was like sitting at home all day being like, "Um, I've applied to 14 jobs this week. And what the heck's going on? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's try to come up with the best way to sort of like do a general check in for this situation. Anything we pull out general energy, it's going to be like, I'm stressed out. That's true. That's true. So we do need to come up with a way forward. Hold on. Let me. any existing spreads that I have. Oh man, I'm making all sorts of weird noises, Esther. It's okay. Bodies. I don't know where that hiccup came from. Corporal bodies are very weird. Corporeal bodies are super, super weird. Okay. What about like adapting the getting it together spread that I wrote, how you're feeling energy surrounding the situation, what you could do to prepare even more an area to focus on. A reminder to yourself and your outcome. Yeah. And for I was, outcome. I was trying to think of that spread. I was like, there was one that was getting, yep, your shit together, basically. spread. Or the anxiety-ridden spread for preparing for the absolute worst. What the heck am I doing? What's really scaring me? What's the worst that can happen? No, I think that the other one is more Yeah, I think the other one is more proactive. to this one, yeah. Okay. And then we can each pull one card for each of the positions and read them together. Okay. That sounds good to me. All right, so the first position is how Claire is feeling, which we already know is going to be like. But maybe we'll get something interesting. Yeah, let's see if we can get more information about how Claire is feeling. Hanged man. <laughs> I got. Uh, what did you get? No, I was no. laughing because I got the four of wands. I got the moon. So both together, it's like you're wanting to celebrate this finishing time. You're wanting to set up your own home and establishment, but you're yeah. in this moon cycle. Yeah, there's like sort of a lot of unknowns about kind of what the ultimate home success situation is like. Yes. That makes a lot of sense because there are a lot of questions up in the air if you're not sure yeah. what your job situation is going to be. And the moon appearing is not a surprise at all. Like, yeah, not at all. I'm kind of surprised it showed up so early. <laughs> all right. Energy surrounding the job search. Okay. I got the hermit. And I got temperance. Oh. So the the side meaning of temperance that we don't talk... I mean, I guess we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast because of my temperance experience. Yes. Um, but one of the common sort of like sub-definitions is about like the alchemist kind of creating something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what did you say you got? The hermit? The hermit. To me, okay. the, the hermit... The, this hermit is like studying and being very studious. So I think it's like you're just 
you're dealing with a lot of people who are knowledgeable and just because I know what um, Claire is going through, like the sort of um, atmosphere that she's going up against. Yeah. Like, these people that are like, they're being meticulously looking over things. They are, they know they're, they're like the, I wouldn't say they're like hierophants, but they're like, they but, I mean, they literally are, about. right? Aren't they? But I think it's more of like an isolating thing where it's maybe one or two people that are making decisions instead of like entire committees, like where there's one person that's kind of um, where the, the I, it's coming from like one head person kind of instead of like four or five people that may not like them and not want to give them position. Yeah. Position. Yeah. And just kind of like trying to find some sort of understanding that you, the only thing you can do is try to like balance the situation and kind of like watch the water fall from cup to cup rather than trying to be maybe like as involved in it as you want to be. Like Mm -hmm. the energy is sort of that you don't have as much control that it's sort of like something that you can't really see into. Like if the hermit is on their own, they're not explaining themselves to others and that's the energy of the event. It's kind of like you don't know what they're up to and all Mm -hmm. that. And your energy is kind of like, trying to keep expectations reasonable and not be like, this is definitely going to happen or this isn't going to happen. So finding like the balance between assuming that it'll work out and assuming that it won't work out along with not having a full idea of information is probably why that gets so stressful. Yes. Okay. So let's do what you can do to prepare further because a lot of the times with job searches, it just is so not anything that you're doing wrong. Yeah. Not at all. Which is so frustrating when you're like, I just want a job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. But, okay, what you can do to prepare further. Okay, I pulled two cards. (laughs) (laughs) What did you pull? I pulled the Knight of Cups and the Ace of Swords. And I got the Chariot. That is a lot of movement. That's a lot of movement forward. So what you can do to prepare further. I think, like working towards sort of breaking out of the mindset that you're currently in of feeling Mm -hmm. sort of frustrated and like it's moving too slowly and like maybe going after something like contacting people. Yeah. Like the chariot and the night make me feel like you're supposed to be like putting yourself pursuing. Yeah. Yeah. Like pursuing something rather than just uh, like more passively applying and waiting to hear. And that actually makes a lot of sense too with the hermit and the energy surrounding the job search thing. Like Mm -hmm. if it really is just some figure alone in the dark making decisions, you need to pursue those figures who are making Mm -hmm. these decisions alone in the dark and say like, like I have this strength, I have this power, I have these capabilities, like here I am, all of those things. Yes. Especially with the Ace of Swords. Yeah, the Ace of Swords, like, to me is those, are those sudden ideas and inspirations and, like, passions, but in a more applied way. Well, and I think it's more, to me, it's, like, more of the power that comes from having those, like, epiphanies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, rather than waiting for somebody to tell you something, you're sort of, like, you're taking back control, almost. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so an area to focus on. Area to focus on. That just reminds me of my sister texting me to be like, hey, pull me some cards about if there's like like a boyfriend on my horizon and then in the, a separate message sent a minute later, if you tell me I need to put myself out there, I'm just not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I've laughed. I laughed so hard at it. That is okay. so funny. Oh, I got another ace, an area to focus on. Oh, I got the eight of cups. So, and I got the ace of cups. Oh, that's interesting. I kind of like it though because I feel like that sort of goes again to the idea of sort of leaving one mindset and pursuing something else. Like the mm -hmm. last one was kind of about literally doing that. And this one is kind of about like maybe emotionally leaving behind like feelings of look at all that I've accomplished. And I'm clearly not good enough because I haven't been given a job yet. Yeah. Like, well that, and you've with the people that you're currently dealing with, just leave them. You've built this relationship with them, but it's not worth it. Are Sorry. That freaked me out so badly. I was like, I wonder what the card right here is just like on the bottom of my deck. And I flipped it uh -huh. over and it's also the eight of cups. <laughs> wow. That's kind of creepy. That's crazy. So I feel like the eight of cups is like just coming for you. Like, like there is some emotional place where you are right now that you have to leave in order for yeah. anything to happen. There's an emotional, like either there's a mindset that's like a, a, I, like, a, I would call it, like, a scarcity mindset about yourself. Like, I'm yeah. not worth this position, like, or that um, that whatever's happening, there's more of a self-reflective. Because I, in our, in the mini episodes, I said that, to me, the Ace of Cups sometimes also talks about a negative Ace of Cups, to me, is, like, where you're letting all of your emotions, like, run out. You're not doing great, like, self-reflective. Like, yeah. self-talk is not very good. And so, which I think to, would make sense if you're trying to yeah. do, if Claire's trying to do readings and like not really getting much out of it because yeah. she's so close to the situation, kind of saying like, yes, I'm close to the situation and I need to get out of this mindset almost. Mm -hmm. My yeah. only problem, I hate the scarcity mindset stuff because it is so victim blamey. But yeah. so that's not at all what I want this to like. Oh, no, no, no. Feel like, but I do think that if you're going in, if like I know from my own experience of job hunting for months and months and months and months and months and months and months, and months that you really do start feeling like there's something wrong with you. And so if yes. you can work to move out of the mindset that you not getting a job yet reflects on your value as a right. future employee to somebody or whatever, that will that should be the area you start focusing focus on, on. Yes, is how yes. to like in instead of focusing on when is this going to happen? How is this going to happen? Focusing on how can I feel good about myself in the current situation? How can I leave yes. behind the feelings that I'm not enough? How can I like get some new emotional depth to my experience as I'm going through this? That might be areas of focus that would allow you to, even like amp up your self-esteem to the point where you can go be the chariot and the knight chasing after mm -hmm. the hermit. Like you have to believe that you hold that value rather than that. Like things are kind of working against you in some yes. way almost. Does yes. that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely the vein that I was thinking in. It's when you are faced with this appointment, there is something, especially um, within our culture that says, oh, well, I didn't work hard enough. I didn't yeah. work. Everything that I've done is, isn't is good enough compared to this person. Yeah, if only I'd had a different internship or if only exactly. I'd, you know, like done this thing or whatever. Right, and that's not the case. You know, th don't allow that negativity to turn towards yourself. Well, and it's, it also harkens back to that hermit again where it's like n it's a person making a decision. Mm -hmm. Like that's the, so in my job search story, I applied to literally... 20 jobs on the college. Like I applied to way more than that, but I applied to literally 20 jobs on the campus that I currently work at. 
And the reason that I got the job that I did is because they were going through the paperwork process to increase it from one position to two positions, which took months and months. Mm -hmm. And the person who I was going to be colleagues with had a similar background to mine as far as like job history. Like she had worked in admissions. I worked in admissions in grad school. So even though my experience wasn't in academic advising, she said, I know admissions is relevant. It was one person, one single solitary hermit mm-hmm. saying, I think that Holly's background is worth bringing her in for an interview for. Yeah. It, but it wasn't because everyone was like, oh, we're looking for someone with admissions experience. It was because one person was saying, I think that this person has experience that could be helpful. And that's what's so frustrating about it is that I didn't know that. I just thought that I wasn't good enough to be an advisor. Yeah. And then when I got the job, she's like, oh, yeah, I really liked your admissions experience. That's why we interviewed you. And I was like, oh, that is so random that, like, Uh I just lucked into this one person who knew something about my specific skill set and wanted to interview me for it. Yeah. But it's really hard to not let your brain start telling you that there's something wrong with you. Right. So working on ways to figure out how to, like, bring yourself back to the mindset of this doesn't have anything to do with me. Like, how am I doing as a person? Right, right. Sorry, I have so many feelings about this, apparently. No, but I I think it's something that's very relevant in our jobs and economies that are going on and things like that, where a lot of people are taking jobs for survival and not necessarily what's in their field. Yeah, and then that always is going to lead to you really doubting yourself, even though it shouldn't. No, it should not at all. All right, so a reminder for yourself then. Let's do that. Aw, I pulled two cards. Fine. <laughs> oh, it's ha 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 What did you get? I got the Ace of Cups and Ten of Cups. Oh, and I got the Page of Wands and the Star. So I think that things are oh. going to start turning around, right? I think so, especially with like us seeing with the Eight of Cups and Ace of Cups that Holly drew yeah. first. That it's just showing a lack of um, emotional joy that Claire's been experiencing. This is like embrace that joy within yourself, seeing the good parts of yourself, filling your cup back with all the good things and all the amazing things about yourself. And and, and allowing yourself to feel hopeful rather yeah. than and like you're at the beginning of a journey rather than overwhelmed. The happy ever after is here. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. All right. And then Me let's too. do outcome stuff. Okay. I'm so excited for you, Claire. I know I am too. Your hair looks cute wrapped up like that, Holly. Oh, thank you. It's getting long again. Yeah, mine is almost there. I almost cut bangs the other day. (laughs) Not even joking. Not even joking. Seven of cups for me. Okay, I got the queen of cups and the ten of swords. So I think there's going to be a little bit more hardship coming up. But But with the like self-assurance of really knowing yourself and feeling like a better, like you're in a better emotional place, you'll feel like you have way more options. Yeah. So even if it's still tiring, you will still be in this position of strength as the queen of of cups rather than feeling like you're sort of like still eight of cups. You're going to feel really lush and capable. You're going to be really like kind of confident about who you are and about your strengths and you'll feel like you have way more options. So the 10 of swords, 
may still feel was it ten of swords or ten of wands? Yeah, ten of it was ten of swords. I think okay. the ten of swords is basically like the end is coming soon. It's maybe a little bit harder for a little bit more like yeah. a little more time. Yeah, but, but if you the feel end confident. is coming soon. Yeah. yeah. So it's just use this time now to kind of work on yourself and changing those scripts in your mind to being more um loving towards yourself. Yeah. All right. So Claire, good luck. Yes, we uh, love you. You, I mean, either way, you're going to feel better if you do some, like, reminding yourself of who you are stuff. No matter what, yes. that'll make you feel better. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, it's time for Patreon shoutouts and announcements. We have so much today, you guys. I know. So what is with this episode? It's the first one of December, so there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, do we want to pull for our Patreon monthly reading first? Yes, we can. I'm using the Antique Anatomy Tarot Box. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Because it was more beautiful than the, than the um, other kids' tarot box. So, okay. So, <laughs> these are all the Patreon members, and I've cut up their names. I don't know if you can hear them in this microphone. I can, but, but I don't know if it's recorded. Okay. So, they will receive a reading from Holly this month. Yeah. <laughs> PDF, video, audio, whatever you need. She's got it. Yeah. Okay. So, tell me when to stop and pull a name. The chaos demon in me wants to let you keep shuffling for a while. Oh, but no, I will. You can I will pull. just stare at your face and I in have your eyeballs. All day, all girlfriend. <laughs> You're the one who has to get a shower. Yeah, that's me. true. Okay, stop. <laughs> okay. We can pull The name one. is Jesse. So Yay! we have many Jessies, but this one is the Jesse without a last name. So oh, okay. if Jessie you're a Patreon supporter, <laughs> we will without the last name, we will be contacting you sometime after this episode is aired this week and about your reading. Exactly. So. Awesome. Um, do you want to do our super exciting announcements or our Patreon shoutouts first? Okay. Let's do our Patreon shoutouts first. Okay. And then we can get super excited. I mean, we're super excited about Patreon, but you guys, <laughs> the, the announcements coming after the Patreon are bananas. <laughs> okay. We only have four, so let's do these. We have four. Okay. Mallory. Your card is the wheel. Oh, that's fun. Danny, your card is temperance. Oh, my God. What? What the hell? I I think I'm going to freak out about this deck for a second. What deck? So whenever you pull them, I also pull one just because my brain is weird. So I also (laughs) pulled one for Danny. And I also Uh got motherfucking temperance. That's the second time this episode, Holly. This car, this deck really is aligned with you. Maybe this needs to be our wildly tarot, like, like office meeting deck for me. <laughs> That's very true. It seems to be true. like majorly it's like aligned. Esther with has you. the wallpaper. It needs to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like hard aligned somehow. I haven't even gotten it in the mail yet. Ah. I know. Well, it's on its way. It's on its It'll way. be there in three to five somethings. We don't know. Stamps.com. <laughs> well, it's left not Los Angeles, so hopefully it'll be here soon. Yay. <laughs> All right, Kaylee, you got strength. This is, I've gotten all majors for these Patreon shoutouts. Five, six, seven, no pressure, Esther. Jenny, your card is the Knight of Swords. Ooh. I like Girl, the Knight of Swords. I got the motherfucking Knight of Wands for her. Are you serious? What is with this? What? I, this... this is why I love Yule season. I feel so. <laughs> It's just so magical. I just feel so magical. Shit, girl. Cool. All right, announcement time. It's announcement okay. time. Announcement time. Okay. <sighs> okay. Some people have already guessed. Well, we weren't exactly like coy. Super either. subtle. Yeah, exactly. It's very not subtle at all. But we're giving birth together to, to? a Lenormand deck. Yay. 
Yes. We have already started the process of designing a Lenormand deck. Yes. And it's... as per our last deck, our first step is always to release a cheat sheet to our Patreon members. Yes. So as this episode has been aired, Patreon members, if you go and log into your account, you will have a cheat sheet for Lenormand. A two-page PDF with all of the information about all the cards you could ever want and two different ways to read Lenormand cards. Yes, just for beginner steps, nothing like no grand tableau, nothing big. They're all no, three no, cards, no, but no, no, just no, no, kind no, of no. like very simple. So log in now, download it, love it, adore it. Yeah. We would appreciate it. Yeah, we would totally appreciate it. Yes. And keep an eye on our social media feeds for information about the Lenormand deck because we're going to do two variations. Yes. One is going to be very similar to our tarot deck and that it's going to be flashcard style with just the name of the card on one side and then all the definitions on the other. And the other one, which is the one that I will personally be using, is going to have the name and all the definitions on the same side. Because yes, with like Lenormand, Lenormand, it's yes. always the same symbols. So I feel like yes. less of a need for a flashcard. But I'm so yes, yes. excited about it. We have all these really cool ways to like that incorporate different colors yes. and it's not going to be it's quite very... as jelly beany as the tarot no. deck, but it's going to be really cool still. Yes. Yes. It's going to be amazing. Exactly. So. And so that's going to be available for everybody once we're actually done with it. Um, but the Lenormand cheat sheet is just available for Patreon supporters at the $5 or $15 level, right? Yes. Yes. Both levels. So you can log on now if you're a Patreon supporter or you can support us on Patreon if you would like access to that. And our tarot cheat sheet, which is one page. Yes, it is a one pager because I put everything. I try to put like everything succinctly. Yes. And you nailed it for everybody. Thank you. You totally it's nailed very it. very difficult working with tables in Microsoft Word. Anytime <laughs> you move one little thing, everything explodes. And Everything's <laughs> like, no, I refuse. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, we have so much fun stuff going on. I'm so excited for it. And that's in addition to the giveaways that we're starting, let's say, Friday. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> Like I was like, I was like, Holly, where are, are the favorite thing giveaway announcements? Because I know. I'm sorry. Am, it's okay. You it's know okay. how my Monday was. That was the basically the first day true. of December for me and it was chaos. But starting yes. on Friday, we have seven things we're giving away. <laughs> seven? Lots yeah. Of, seven. Something like that. Yeah. We're giving away books. We're giving away decks. We're so excited. It's going to be awesome. And I'm these are like to... favorite thing. This is like Oprah's favorite things. I was exactly. watching Oprah's favorite thing episode today. What was I doing <laughs> watching that? I have no what idea. What year was, was that for from? Like five years. It was from her last year, 2015. <laughs> five years ago. I'm like, but now I feel like Oprah. I know what Oprah feels like giving away my favorite things. Exactly. I want everyone to experience these decks. And so we want our listeners to experience these decks. And this is the spirit of Yule. We love exactly. Giving shit away. This is the spirit of Yule. It's going to be fast. It's going to be quick. It's going to be a lot of gifts. We're going to do probably over the course of just two weeks because we want it to be done by Yule, and it's already the fourth. <laughs> yep. You know what? Just keep an eye on our Instagram feed for all the info. It's going to come at you fast. And if you, yeah. don't, if you miss it, sorry. Yeah, but we have a lot of stuff to give away. Yeah, we told you that we were bad at this and that it was going to go fast. So you really have no excuse. (laughs) What do you expect from us? There's nothing new. Yeah. Holly and I. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So now we need to do the deck of the week because we, I have to go create an infographic for our giveaway. (laughs) Not shower. She's not going to shower you guys. No, I'll shower at 730. I have an hour and a half. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And then I'll be an hour late to work, but whatever. (laughs) 
okay, so this week we are talking about the Maybe Lenormand from Ryan Edward, which is published by U.S. Games. U.S. Games says about the deck something very boring. I'm more interested in what he says. But U.S. Games That's says... True. Maybe Lenormand honors the Lenormand tradition with stylized illustrations that convey the core meaning at the heart of each card, expanding the 36-card Petite Lenormand, which is how I say it when I'm feeling fancy. Designer Ryan Edward has created 16 additional cards to complete a 52-card pack following the heritage of fortune-telling cards based on playing cards decks. Set includes 72-page illustrated guidebook uh, with keywords, meanings, and instructions for reading with either 36 or 52 cards. So Ryan Edwards, I did a lot of Googling about him because he's not super active these days. No. In his original variation of this, he was offering a like $300 hand-painted version of these cards, which is incredible. His website, if you Google his name, his website's still there. His shop is no longer open. But what he uh-huh. says is the Petite Lenormand is a 36-card pictorial playing card pack used for fortune-telling since the 19th century. Using simple illustrations to spell out sentences, it's not far off to equate it to a set of Victorian-era emoji. Uh, (laughs) On that, uh, one that many say can give very practical and specific replies. The Maybe Lenormand follows this tradition in folklore as honorably as possible with one slight twist. It has 52 cards. The Maybe Lenormand adds pips two through five of each suit because one of the things that we didn't talk about in our Lenormand episodes, except for touched on briefly, is that the Norman cards are also all aligned with one of the cards of a playing card deck. Yeah. So uh, 16 in total for cards number 37 to 52. These are entirely optional and can be removed, leaving a perfectly traditional petite Lenormand in hand to read. So let's talk about parameters, general impressions and vibe. Well, I guess we could start by have you been using it as a full deck or have you been, have you taken out the extra cards? I took out the extra cards. So did I. But when I was going through them, so many of my favorites ended up being extra cards, which I think is interesting. That is interesting. Because I had like one favorite extra card. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, well, I can't wait to hear what they are. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Tell me about your general impressions and the vibe of this deck. Okay. I told the listeners yesterday that I was going to be ranting about this box. I hate the box. I don't, I think I, I threw it away box. already. I don't even know where it is. It's a split box. I know. I hate split boxes. It's a box. This is, this is 20, we're almost 2020, you guys. We well, and people like Richard can make such a great box I that fits. Because I think that that's the reason why, is that the book for this deck is bigger than yes. the cards. And it is extensive, and I do appreciate that. Yes. But there are other ways to make it so that a deck and a book can fit into a box without the deck being split. Yes. And the box, like the design was cute, but it was because it was split. It was like, well, why am I splitting this deck? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Also, the card stock bothers me a little bit. Oh, tell me more. It's really hard cardboard to shuffle. And then it's become like weirdly warped in the shuffling. Oh, that's weird. Mine hasn't. So I don't understand. I wonder if you got a bum batch. That's really warped. Like, look at this this card. It's like all warped. Yeah, that's so weird. Mine are not warped at all. Yeah, because my card suck is pretty hard and it warped really weird. I wonder if maybe you just got an off deck. Maybe. Because I've been using mine like crazy and mine is not warped. Is yours like a thinner card stock? No, it's pretty hefty. Pretty thick? I don't know. How weird. weird. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe 
I got a weird batch of cards. I don't know. But, like, several of them have warped in strange ways. And I'm like, um, I'm usually over... I, like, shuffle, like, other Lenormand decks the similar way. And they don't warp as bad as this one. Like, huh. in three days. Yeah, totally. Days. I wonder what the heck is going on. Yeah, I don't know. So, it was just... It's just... That was just my weird experience. I love this deck. The illustrations are gorgeous. The illustrations, the illustrations are, are super fun. I love the simplicity of this deck so much. Well, yeah. And before we um, decided we were going to make our own, the reason that I bought this initially is because there's a lot of white space on each card. It's because he was hand painting a lot of them. He was hand painting the symbols on paper. And so it was really easy. Like I have definitions written on a lot of them because this was a Mm -hmm. practice deck before we decided to make our own practice deck. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I do like a lot of the white space and the simplicity is really nice because like with any, I always say too much stuff going on in the background just kind of deflects from what the message of the card is. Yeah, especially with Lenormand, you just don't need the context. You only want the keywords. No, not at all. So I really like the simplicity of it. I do wish the cards were a little bit bigger. Yeah. Because they are really tiny. Like Lenormand cards are tiny, but these are like on a tinier side of Lenormand. Or maybe it's just because the illustrations are small compared to the white space. I think I it's know. that. And also maybe because that. there are a lot of spaces taken up with the like type the of big card. card. Maybe that's what it is. They need to make the card up top a little bit smaller and make the illustration a little bit bigger. Yeah. But I, I really like, like it because the line drawing reminds me a lot of like a like children's book. Like it's yeah. kind of a whimsical sort of maybe like 19 teens. Like for some mm-hmm. reason it reminds me of the illustration. Uh, some of the illustrations on like the... What is it called? I th- want to say sidebar and the margins. You know oh, how like yes. some children's books have like little margin line drawings. Uh-huh. I'm thinking of Beatrice Prop- like Potter specifically Potter things, where yeah. there will be like just a rabbit in the sidebar. Yes. And this is that il- this is illustration style reminds me of that. Yes. It's so, so beautiful. Like the details are so beautiful and things like that. So I just, for me, it's like, I would love to see them a little bit bigger. Yeah. Just because I want to appreciate them more, but I do also appreciate the blank space. Yeah. It's, it's really, really nice. So what kinds of readings have you used this for? I've just used it, started to like do it for just general, like all the time Lenormand readings for the past couple days. So I just... did so many readings for Mara with this deck when oh, she was really? like okay. kind of going through some deep relationship stuff, like when she was still sort of feeling a little bit indecisive about her way to move forward. Mm-hmm. We used this deck a lot and it was very, okay. I mean, it's really like any Lenormand, but I think maybe especially this one, the images are uh, like soft enough that they can yes. say pretty harsh things. <laughs> Yes. Without like it feeling Fox, quite as like exactly. abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would, I would concur with that. Like they're very gentle and soft. And so it kind of like softens the blow of some hard cards. Yeah. Which I think that that's the, one of the things that people get nervous about with Lenormand is mm-hmm. how harsh it can be. And I think that this is a really good balance of like some of that harshness, but also with such a soft image that it doesn't feel quite as um, like stressful. Yes. Yes. Uh, favorite cards. Yay. I didn't spend much time with the, what's it called? Extras. Extras. Yeah. So our friend Claire from Black Moon, she's doing a Oracle Lenormand. A, I would say a Lenoracle. Oh my God. Have you messaged her that? That's hilarious. No, I haven't. Cause I thought about it earlier today. So yes. A Lenoracle. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, to me, I feel that her cards will be more useful. If keeping them all together. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
the extra cards, I was looking through them. I'm like, eh, they're not kind of for me. So I haven't spent as much time with the extras. Yeah, I have not been using them. But when I was looking through them, I think that I might incorporate them now. I mean, the problem is that I kind of want two of these decks. I want one (laughs) to keep being my practice deck with just the Lenormand cards and the other one to be all of them. I I want it all, Esther. I want both of them. Okay, so walk me through your favorites, though. Okay, I am going to start with the woman because the woman is gorgeous. I need her frock. I love the woman. She is so sassy. She is. And I love her. And also, sometimes the Lenormand decks, typically with the Lenormand, the man and the woman should be facing each other. Because when you're doing a big grand tableau spread, if the man and the woman are not facing each other, it indicates relationship problems. But we've kind of got into a, like the new Lenormand decks and stuff where the men and women are facing forward or they're both facing the same direction so you yeah. don't get that nuance in the reading so i like that in this deck the man and the woman can face the same direct like different directions or like front if their backs are facing each other their faces yeah yeah makes any sense so i do like that detail um but the woman is just gorgeous her gown is beautiful the reds the blues i just love her hair she's a redhead i hope you notice that i Did didn't that? but it, that's as it should be because redheads are the coolest <laughs> I'm very shocked that you did not do a redhead account in this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I missed it. I'm so, and then, so blind. I liked clouds because clouds was just a it's, big bunch of confusion, a ball of confusion. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't even real. it's not even like super obviously clouds, no, which I think and it's is not so even cool. like ominous, like clouds typically are. So I really yeah. like that with the clouds because that's what clouds feel like in Lenormand. I also loved ship. And also there are no, we're testing my Lenormand skills here because there are no def- there's no label on here. So oh I my god, I know. So that is one thing that I have to say is that some of them you're like, what is that supposed to what be? What the fuck are you? I don't know what you are. <laughs> okay, so this is ship because there's a ship on it. Hey, yeah, easy, nice. I like it. And then I also adore fish because fish has a similar colors it is to so pretty. Woman. It's so beautiful. The goldfish are on it. This the whirling water around it is just beautiful. And then I believe this one is called Cats because it has cats on it. So is that one of the of, spares? It's one of the, the uh, oracles. So I'm going to look at it really quick. But I was very offended when reading the definition. Oh, no. So, so 40, card 43. It is called se- Cats. Oh, self-centered. Self-centered. I was like, rude? Because the cats are really cute because they're like playing with balls of yarn. They're really adorable. Cat, the cats are what the dog is not. Because the dog in Lenormand means like best friend, yeah. caring. They denote flattery, but only when it serves them well. The cat's card portrays people who are fickle and selfish by nature. I'm like rudeness. Yeah. I reject your reality and substitute my own. This it's so funny because, dear listeners, Esther is a cat person. She just has no cats. I have no. I'm a cat whisperer. Yeah, I like, did cat, kitty boot camps for cats who needed rehabilitation. Yeah, like Esther is into cats. She just doesn't have any right now. I have no cats. And I'm very, very allergic to cats. Me too. But I love them. I just like to pretend I'm not. On the behalf of all cat people that this cat card is so cute and adorable, but yet also very rude. 
Uh, did you see my, <laughs> my mom's response to my, that I shared that tweet that I think I shared on Instagram stories oh, yes, too, yes, 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 yes. of like the alternative to a quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Yes. I thought that was the best thing. And the new one is uh, sphinx of black courts. Judge my vow. And my mom <laughs> said the old one is so dog phobic and the modern version is very feline positive. <laughs> so much. I just love it. I love Sphinx of Black Courts Judge My Vow. It's so it good. It sounds like so, so like a dramatic cat. It is so like good. Hamlet in cat form. And then my sister shared a sentence with us that has every speech sound in the English language because she's I thought that training was to be a speech like, pathologist. Did she come up with this on her own? I think it must be an established thing. It must be. But did you read it like 14 times? Because I yes. did. It's yes, with I tenure. It Susie to have all the more leisure for yachting, but her publications are no good. Doesn't that feel like a tongue workout? It does. With tenure, Susie to have all the more leisure for yachting, but her publications are no good. And I was thinking like, does that really have all the English sounds like in that word? In that like phrase feel say it slowly and feel it touching all the different parts feel your tongue touching all the different parts of your mouth i gotta i gotta find it i'll find it later because we need to hear your favorite card with tenure susie'd have all the more le- like because well yeah sorry i was just about to get really nerdy okay anyway <laughs> we're already too nerdy this is for our speech pathology podcast <laughs> yeah, with your exactly, sister with my sister <laughs> where she's just like fricative she's like, <laughs> that's guys. like the only speech pathology word i know <laughs> Okay, two of my favorite cards were also the woman and fish because I love them. And then the other five of my favorites. Oh, no, wait. Other five? I also, I I do have five more favorites. One more is part of the traditional. I really like the sun because it's kind of like a hippie sun. Oh, the sun was so pretty. Like, it's wearing like sort of 60s glasses. I love its kind of wild rays. It just feels really warm. Mm -hmm. And then my other four favorites are all extra cards. So the first one that I liked was the lion card, which means pride. Uh, And also the other keywords are protector, hair, predator, clan, and ego. (laughs) So it's like, but hair made me laugh really hard because it's a lion mane. Like... (laughs) And this is about hair. Um, I also really loved the Bacchus card, which is number 41. And it means okay, revelry, yes. obviously. Okay, yeah. Um, when I was in high school, I took a class my senior year called Dramatic Literature, and we read the Bacchae and, like, reenacted it in front of the whole school. And oh so I gosh. always love Bacchus. <laughs> um, but I also think that that's one thing that the traditional Lenormand doesn't have is, like, the party card, really. Yeah. And so having a Bacchus, it's also funny because it looks like a fat baby in a, like, hot tub of wine. To me, it looks like um, the Greek god. What's his face? What's his face? Bacchus. Dionysus. Thank you. Bacchus is the Roman name for Dionysus. Roman name for Dionysus, yeah. Or something. Or they're, like, yeah, interchangeable. It's the same guy. Something. Yeah, same dude. But I love it. And then I also really like the eye just because stylized eyes are my total jam. Mm. And I love that style of eye. So pretty. Like I would get this tattooed on my human body. Yes. Yes. And last but not least. Oh, I really like the fireplace one because it's like it's fireplace season for me right now and it's about warmth and family and that's another area that I feel like is kind of lacking is just like 
the warmth and comfort is not really that well illustrated in the traditional Petite Lenormand. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate those additions. Yeah. Okay, so now it's time to pull a card to represent our relationship with the deck. Yes. And Petite Lenormand is one of the decks that we are giving away. Just FYI. Shh. Right? Yeah, well, maybe Lenormand is one of the decks yeah, we're giving away. Yeah, maybe that'll be the first one. Maybe I'll make an image for it and we'll post thought, it tomorrow. That's why I thought we were doing the whole announcement this episode is because Petite Lenormand was the first one. Oh, okay. So yeah, Petite Lenormand, Lenormand yeah. is the first one. We totally planned this, guys. <laughs> yeah, this was totally planned. But we already <laughs> yes. gave away our secret in the first question we answered today about not having a plan and just going for it. And that's been kind of the method of <laughs> this of entire thing, hasn't it? To our madness this whole entire time. Yeah, exactly. We just like to be... Doing stuff. <laughs> what did you get? I got the snake. Oh, interesting. It's like, you're going to buy that second deck. Yeah, you're going to betray us by getting an identical one of the deck you already have. You're going to betray us by creating your own deck, and you won't need me anymore. I got garden. So, yes, it's a very chattery, chittery, chattery <sighs> deck for people connecting and stuff like that. It likes you a lot more than it likes me, apparently. I'm sorry, Deck. I love you. I just might get a second one of you. <laughs> You're going to betray me. <laughs> okay, well, uh, next week we're going to do the Modern Witch Tarot, which I'm super excited about. Yay. Esther has not gotten it in the mail yet, but probably will by then. Yes, I'm sure. We I... sent it off with a week and a half at head start. <laughs> Right? And I just want to talk about it because it's new. I really like it. I've been using it for a lot of episodes lately. Yes. And I'm excited to chat about it. And I believe that they were half sold out as of like a week ago. Oh, so, dang. Yeah. I saw that tweet. So if you're even like on the fence about it, they're probably down to like a third of their stock by now. Which is still a lot. It's not like it's that's a lot. like, you know, 15. Like if we were down no, to a third of our current stock, we'd have two more. It's not a lot. It isn't? So you need to buy it now. That's what we're saying. This episode, our episode on it is going to convince you to buy it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be sold out. And it'll be our fault that it's sold out. No. I'm convinced. Our fault in a good way. Like, we should get more credit. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> this is what happens. Stuff comes on our episode. They sell out. And we don't get any credit because no I think that it's us. a coincidence and Esther thinks Esther, that it's causation. No, I know it's us. This is how much <laughs> I, this is how well of our podcast I think. And I know Number one on Amazon, a couple things. All right. Okay. Well, that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our confirmation at confirmation. Information? All of our contact information (laughs) at wildlytarot.com, including our form to submit questions and our shop where you can buy our decks or do a one-time donation if you don't feel like being a Patreon supporter. Yeah. And tell your friends about us and rate to review us. It makes us really happy and it helps us grow on charts that algorithms screw up. So... We love it and yeah, appreciate you. Exactly. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community, which is so wonderful, by searching it for is. Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And also, like we mentioned before, you can support us on Patreon and get lots of extra goodies and things, especially the Lenormand cheat sheet. Our brand new Lenormand cheat sheet. <sighs> that I've worked like 12 hours on just for you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> please use it. Please go forth and Lenormand wildly. Yeah, go forth and Lenormand wildly. Why don't we just end it on that? We love you. We love you so much. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to end the episode. I was just... It's too late. It's over now. <laughs> it's done. Okay, fine. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>